As we move from ski season to spring, it's time to get those mountain bikes out. Most ski families use season passes to make skiing more affordable and fun. If your family mountain bikes, there's a new way to save on those adventures too. Make the most of spring and summer in the mountains with Lone Pass, the premier North American mountain biking pass. Lone Pass gives you over 60 days of access to some of the best mountain biking destinations across the country. Use discount code SKIMOMS15 to save 15% off your family's Lone Pass today at LonePass.com. That's L-O-A-M-P-A-S-S dot com. Lone Pass is available in two versions, for kids ages 6 to 11 and the adult pass for ages 12 and up. The pass combines access to the most premier resorts, gets you into bike parks, and connects you to shuttle companies to get you where you need to be. It's the one pass you need to bring the best cycling to your family. Remember, you'll get two days at each of the resorts, parks, or shuttles, making the investment one that will pay off big. Remember to use code SKIMOMS15 to save 15% off your family's loan pass today. Welcome to the Ski Mom Fun Podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole and Sarah. The Ski Moms Fun Podcast is brought to you by Mabel's Labels. Smart ski moms know to label everything before they head to the mountain. Every mitten, every boot, and every ski pole. Visit Mabel'sLabels.com and use discount code SKIMOMS for 15% off your order. So the Ski Moms are back with season two of our podcast, and we are finding even more fabulous women from the ski industry. Today, we are speaking with Diane Boyer from Skea. It is a fashion brand that you need to know about as a female who skis. It's clothing designed by women who ski for women who ski. So we're very excited to have Diane on the podcast today. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. And um, can you just tell us um, what your role is at SCA? Yes, sir. Chief bottle washer and do a little bit of everything at SCA. <clears throat> I've been with SCA since its inception in 1972, and I was in 10th grade then, so you can do the math. Uh, and I help with anything that needs to be done. But basically, I'm I'm the the, the boss and the buck stops with me. I'm the one who helps with design, making sure a product gets delivered, quality control, and everything down to helping in the warehouse wherever we need it. So it's, I always like to think of Skea as my third child. Two other children then? Yes. I have two, two girls, um, 31, excuse me, and um, 28 who are both wonderful, and one granddaughter. I was reading something that um, in your background that was uh, very close to home for Nicole and I was that you, um, in high school, I guess, and probably even before I started skiing at Mount Southington. So tell us about that. We are we met at Mohawk. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I skied at Mount Southington when I was in boarding school in um, Farmington, Connecticut, and we had a program where we could go over there every day. It, it kept me sane at a bo- all girls boarding school to be able to go skiing every day. Actually, I had a car at school illegally. And so I'd drive over and I guess I can say that this many years out. Um, Mount Southington's an amazing place. It's the only place I've ever skied where you look out over a subdivision, but it's skiing and it's 
close to the population. It's not expensive. It's easily accessible. It gives you mileage on snow. and, And that's all I needed. At the time, I was a freestyle skier, so I would focus on my ballet part of my skiing when I was at Mount Southington. Um, and I think what you're saying is is really important that you don't need much, you know, especially as kids. You just need to be able to do the laps, have the comfort that you know the mountain really well. And I think that comfort really does in- encourage people to, um, you know, spend time with friends, to polish their skills, and, um, you know, just focus on the fun when you're little. You don't need the, the big peaks. And then from there, you went to Dartmouth, which is a huge ski school. Um, and it just seems like it's part of the DNA of that uh, college. Yes, it certainly is. Um, Dartmouth is synonymous with skiing. Uh, and when I was there, I actually was not on the ski team there because I was already a, a pro skier, technically, from freestyle. So and freestyle was not a an Olympic sport or anything. It, you sort of got to a certain level and then it went professional. Um, but I did ski at a, every day in the winter at Dartmouth, at the Dartmouth Skiway. I taught skiing there, which was the best scam in the world. I'm not sure my father agreed, but I got a PE credit and I got to ski and I got paid and he got to pay tuition for me to do that. So... <laughs> It's perfect. <laughs> I'm sure you were learning just as much from that experience as you were in the classroom. Exactly. And I did take classes as well. But so I went skiing every single day. And then on weekends, I'd go back to our house in Vermont. It's Stratton Mountain, Vermont, in Southern Vermont, and um, train there. And how far did you take the, the free? So you were pro. How far did you take the freestyle skiing? <clears throat> I went through the amateur stuff through high school and then. I just did moguls in college and a little bit afterwards. And then I sort of went back to fun racing in the town, town series and stuff like that. So for me, it's, it's the whole mountain experience. Um, personally, there's nothing better for me than to be in the back bowls or on a beautiful powder day anywhere in the world. But uh, with Vail as my backyard, it's pretty hard to beat. And are you still um, throwing down mogul runs on occasion or is that? No more moguls for me. I had an injury um, about five years ago, which was pretty severe. So I can ski groomers and I can ski powder and I can ski steep and deep. But if it's really uneven, I'm I'm not so happy. <laughs> but that's OK. I love to ski to lunch. But I also read that you were a uh, national freestyle champion. Was that in college? Um, it was actually uh, senior year of high school. We, I was, it was still under the ES Eastern Ski, what I forget the, the acronym. It was myself, Marion, and Ellen Post. I mean, we were, there were a bunch of us that were all competing together. Um, and that my senior year of high school, I happened to win it. But that was when freestyle, you had to do all three events. You had to do ballet, aerials, and moguls. And moguls was by far my favorite. And that was where I was most proficient. So uh, it it segued well into a life of skiing in Colorado. And tell us about, since you were competing and you were skiing all the time, tell us about the ski fashions and ski gear that you had then. And were you already noticing, you know, as you were skiing that, boy, the knees need more articulation on this, or wow, this jacket doesn't move. Were you already observing things when you were, um, 
you know, more of a skier and observer than a, a creator. Absolutely. In the 70s, it was really the beginning of the one-piece suit for a lot of us. And I wore what was, uh, the brand was called Schemer, um, S-K-I-M-E-R, which was a French brand that my parents and family imported. And um, we were the first to have a waterproof stretch stretch keyword breathable and then we would because the european garments weren't quite warm enough for new england we would build in an extra layer of insulation like a little built-in vest into the top half of the one-piece suit all the girls at stratton uh wore it most of the girls at killington wore it uh the rosignol ski team wore it you know it it was quite a a thing we all wore these stretch one-piece suits which were insulated. They weren't just teeny skinny little things. Um, they were super insulated, but they they moved with us in all the different things we had to do. So your family imported those and then and then added to them. And then, but were you also selling it retail at the time? Exactly. We were selling retail as well. My mom was very into fashion design and I started to work for the company really in 10th grade. Um, I, I had a call at uh, school and said, oh, spring break, we're not going to Stratton. We're going to Las Vegas to a ski show. And I was like, what? <laughs> and um, found myself in Las Vegas at a little booth modeling these ski suits. So that was the, the beginning and, and my taste of the ski business. Um, and then as I, I went along, I went through college, I was a regional representative. And then I um, took over sales and, and did sales clinics all over New England. So I missed out on a lot of fraternity parties, but I got a lot of experience in the business. So you sw- somewhere along the line, you switched from importing to wholly producing your own lines. That's in the 80s, um, the early 80s, actually. The uh, exchange rate between the dollar and the French franc at the time was not favorable. So we started to manufacture in the United States under license. And then the company in Europe, <clears throat> the people were older and they didn't want to be involved anymore. So we took over and changed the brand name to Skea. And if you look at the name Skimer, S-K-I-M-E-R, it's the word ski and the word sea or the ocean in French. And, and if you look at the word Skea, it's the word S-K-I and the word S-E-A put together. You drop a few letters and you get Skea. So that's how our name came about. But we um, then manufactured very, very successfully in our own factory in Denver uh, for many, many years before we moved to offshore manufacturing like all of our competitors. Can you, for someone that's not familiar with the brand, can you just describe a little bit of the look, the feel, the fun- the functionality that makes um, makes your brand unique? Well, our motto, our, our really tagline is follow your passion to your dreams. But we always say dress like a girl and ski like a guy or or a girl, but you can look, the point being that you can look pretty and ski well too. So at, at some point along the years, it became that, oh, if you're a good girl skier, you had to dress, I'm not, not to diss a brand, but you, if you didn't wear Arcteryx or North Face or some gnarly brand, you weren't a good skier. And well, that's not true. You can look feminine and pretty and still ski well. So Women need to feel beautiful and confident in their functional ski wear, in my opinion. Um, and I love designing and I love ski wear. And 
I, I love incorporating my travel and art into our ski wear designs. And so I think Nicole was saying, you know, a lot of your, um, your fabrics and materials are, are bright colors and just different than some of the other brands you mentioned, where you're going to see a lot of blue and black, you know, what are some of like, what are the, some of the new colors we're going to see coming up or new, you know, patterns and things like that? Um, some of the new things coming up for this <clears throat> fall are a, um, a really fun retro paisley. Think Laugh-In. Do you remember the show Laugh-In? So remember they'd paint that woman, I forget what her name, oh, uh, Goldie Hawn. They painted her in her body in all different colors. Think that, op art and print like that. Um, really fun, really strong, really vibrant. And some of our colors for this coming season are our beautiful um, orchid pink, but not, don't think pink, think um, fuchsia. Um, there's a beautiful Atlantic blue, which is not a navy and it's not a royal. It almost is a purpley royal. Uh, there's a beautiful uh, mango color. And, and they're just strong colors in fashion and in nature that look great on the snow and on a sunny day or on a cloudy day. Yes, we do a ton of navy blue and red and black, and, but we're known for our prints and our um, beautiful colors. A lot of our designs have come from original artists. So it's original art, which we then buy, and then we figure out a repeat so that it can be printed onto fabric. And uh, one design that we had in about 2012 or 2013 was actually from rock art on the cliffs in Nepal. I had taken my eldest daughter to trek to the base camp of Everest. And in the Kombu region of Nepal, they have carvings in Sanskrit on, on the cliffs. And I took pictures of it and I thought, well, here's something we could work into a print. And it's the mantra that the, the um, people in Nepal use when they're praying. It's Om Mane Padme Um. And, and we made that into a print a print, which we then put on ski wear. And I like the fact that the clothes are not made to blend in. Um, I think, you know, as women, we need to stand out on the mountain. I have so much fun with ski fashion and I always have, and I have a great pair of, they're sort of iridescent silver Skea pants that I love. And I have noticed that your colors, while there's always some new fun prints, they do kind of work from year to year together as well. Thank you. And we'd like to make sure that that happens. Hopefully your silver ripstop pants you'll be able to wear with a Rosignol jacket, a Skea jacket, just about anything in your ski wardrobe. I mean, that that's our whole idea. The idea is that it's fashion and it's design that just is. It's classy, it's elegant, it's fun, and it's sporty. And it functions, of course. I, I always like to say you should be able to tell a Skea silhouette from far away. I don't need a big, loud name on it that says Skea. Um, you should be able to pick that Skea out just by the way it hangs on the body. We like to say we dress female figures. We don't dress hangers. We look much better on a body, whether it's a size 2 or a 20. And we do do extended sizing this year for the very first time. We've added uh, larger sizes to accommodate all of our women skiers. Where is Skea mostly available? Do you sell most of it online or is it um, in retail stores? How would, how would um, people find it? It's mostly available in specialty retail shops. Um, 
Uh, we do sell online and we're doing a big online push this year, but we sell to some of the big national retailers like Peter Glenn Ski and Sports, you know, all sorts of different stores all over the nation. Of course, in Vail, we're Christie Sports, Peppy Sports, Beaver Creek Sports, you know, um, Aspen, Aspen Sports, et cetera, et cetera. But we are mostly at specialty ski shops. We're not at the big department stores. And if you can't find what you want in your area, we always encourage people to go online. We have fabulous customer service. Everything, we're all females here. So we all understand. We get a lot of calls. Well, I don't know whether I'm a size 8 or a 10. What do you think? We will ask really direct questions. What's your bust? What's your hip? How much do you weigh? Do you have a big ass or big boobs? Do you have a small ass or big shoulders? You know, so we can actually guide the person into their correct. And and a lot of women will ask, well, what is this good down to temperature wise? And we always have to say, well, ma'am, are you a size two or a size 16? Are you, do you ski in Vermont? Do you ski in California? Do you ski, you know, because all that goes into play and they're not used to it. And they're so appreciative, so appreciative of our help. Um, so we, we do a lot of that and we do a lot of teaching people about all sorts of things about the mountains. If they follow us on our Instagram page, it's not just all sales oriented. It's talking about the best hikes, the best places to go leaf peaking, best music festivals. You know, we like to think of skiing and, um, Skaya as an all mountain, all around the mountains experience. No, it's it's definitely a good follow. It's not um, loaded with like buy this, buy this, buy this. Um, it's it, the social media is um, it's a very well rounded approach to the outdoor lifestyle. Thank you. You know, we're we're a small team. There are only four of us. Thank you to our sponsor, Mabel's Labels. Mabel's Labels are a ski mom's must have keep your kids organized and easily identify their equipment at lessons, practice, and races. Simply peel and stick the personalized labels on all your ski gear, including helmets, coats, goggles, and poles. They're guaranteed to last the ski season and beyond. Mabel's labels are waterproof and snowproof, laundry safe, they come with free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Off the hill, Mabel's labels are perfect for labeling any items that go to school or daycare, like water bottles, lunch boxes, clothes, shoes, and backpacks. Go to Mabel'sLabels.com to personalize your own. Use code SKIMOMS at checkout for 15% off your purchase. Exclusions apply. Code is not valid on stamp, reflective, or sale items. And now, back to our show. Yeah, I was so happy to see you. Um, are also in in golf and pickleball space because I will say Nicole and I both golf and um, there's not similar to skiing there's not a lot of great fun functional quality options for women in the in the golf clothing space specifically I struggle I struggle in that so I'm, I was very happy to see it on your website so yeah, there's a, the our golf scorts are great there's a 15 inch <clears throat> length and an 18 inch length. And what's nice is that the undershort is made of the exact same material as the skirt part so that it, one, it's the same print. So when you bend over or something, it's, it's all coordinated. And two, it's that same nice wicking material. So it's not clinging and awful underneath. And then there are two pockets on the outside. So yeah, it, they work great. 
Let's take a quick break. Spring is here, and we know even after the snow melts, ski moms love to play outside. Skeeta, our favorite Vermont outdoor accessory brand, has you covered as the seasons change. This spring, Skeeta is celebrating its 16th birthday with fresh prints like the pastel, whimsical, and plein air collection. Our favorite pieces include the throwback headbands. This headband is made to keep hair and sweat off your face. The single-ply design gathers neatly in the back for maximum styling. Wear it scrunched or lay it flat. It's your perfect partner for any activity where you want a great pop of color and style with minimal fuss. For sunny days, we adore the Skeeta Brim Hat. This five-panel camp hat is the perfect grab-and-go companion. Made in a lightweight, water-repellent material, this hat is ideal for hiking, camping, and the beach. Whether you are cheering the kids on at a lacrosse game, exploring with your girlfriends, or simply walking in the woods with your loyal pup, Skeeta accessories are there to make Ski Mom life more fun. Save 15% off your order with code SKIMOMS15 at checkout. And I love that you're you're on the pickleball trend. I have played a couple times. It is so much fun. And you know, skiers got to do something in the off season. So I love that you've got the the full the full offering and you can keep, you know, the country club stocked or, you know, the woman stocked in fun prints all year round. But I love to play pickleball and whoever wins gets a margarita type of thing. And we all play a lot and it's mixed gen- like skiing we're playing in mixed generations we've had some women on here who are just heather burke is one of them who is an amazing skier and i think she has some skia product um and she also dresses like a girl when she skis she looks fantastic and she's usually got some you know fun print on so um, i'm here to celebrate it and i hope that you know the next generation appreciates that as well and i think they are starting to i think girls grow into it. You know, in the beginning, they love little pink and fun jackets and so on. And then they get into this tough guy outfits. And now my children (laughs) in their late twenties and thirties, they all wear skia. Even when they were, one was on the national team, one was, you know, they skied for colleges and so on. And younger, they would always have a skia base layer on underneath their speed suit or whatever. So yeah, it's, it has to be, you know, it's sort of like skiing as a family. We talk about, it's such a family thing. And it's, it's, how do I say? It is bred into you in a way. Um, we're all here because of our passion for the mountains and winter and skiing. And I also love that we can bring new skiers whose parents have never skied, you know, first generation skiers in. But those of us who are fortunate enough to have been born into a family of skiing, um, I think continue to forward that um, love and that passion to our children who then will forward it to their children. Did you teach your girls to ski yourself? Oh, a little bit when they were very, very young. Then they went straight to Ski Club Vale. When the children were little, we would we lived down Valley a bit, so we'd ski Arrowhead, which at the time was not a connected to Beaver Creek. It was a, its own little mountain, and the children we could let them go, and all the trails led to the same little base lodge. So they had run of the mountain, and they they taught themselves, sure, as little itty bitties. But then we we taught them what we could before we relinquished them to the coaches. 
Yeah, we, we talk about that a lot. How some of the smaller ski areas, you know, Southington, Mohawk, even a lot in Vermont, all funnel down to one spot and you can let the kids free range. But that is not the case in Vail. You could end up uh, many chairlifts away in one of the back bowls or in a totally different village, right? If you come down a different trail. So I was reading, um, so you were a ski racing, ski race mom, just like uh, Nicole and I. And I was reading um, in the, in this uh, info you gave us before this, that you said one of the hardest things about being a ski mom is seeing your, seeing your daughter fall in a race. So since, since you've been through it and you survived and came out the other side, I always ask like, did you ever figure out the right thing to say to her after that happened? Yes, absolutely nothing. Because whatever you say is wrong. <laughs> that seems to be the theme. That's Nicole and I are working on that. You have to be there for them. I mean, when they, when they show up, crushed because they didn't make, I don't know, the JOs, God forbid. Um, you know, those were, those were rough. My kids always made it sometimes just at the very end, you know, and it, it was, it was tough or in other times, you know, whether it was the Olympic team or the NCAAs or whatever, it's always, you're there to build them up, not on a pedestal, but just to build them back up and just be supportive and cook their favorite food and sort of be there for them to reach out or lash out to mom because that's what they do. Sarah makes an epic podium pasta. The kids all. <laughs> it doesn't always work, but it doesn't always work, but it's got a great name and they sure like that. Um, awesome. You know, there's only one Michaela Schifrin in the world and one Lindsay Vaughn and, and, and a handful of other kids. And, one of Catherine's friends, Paula Moulton, who's succeeding very well, you know, she's still, she just got married last week and she's still finishing college. Now Catherine's just about to finish med school. So everybody takes it a different way, but it, well, if skiing taught, teaches our children anything, it teaches them time management. It teaches them to lose because nine times out of 10, they lose, right? I mean, there's only one first place, one top of the podium. And um, it teaches them that that's okay and they can keep striving. And, and when you really, I don't know if you guys are doing plank or anything like that. If you watch your clock and see what a, you know, two hundredths is on the clock. I mean, it could have been a tiny ripple in the snow that was different. Not that your child skied any better or worse than the kid who beat them by two hundredths. I mean, they could ski to a hundred percent better, except for that one pebble of snow, but they had to have a schedule and actually they tuned before homework. <laughs> Priorities. Yeah. Um, and, and they, they took care of their gear and it was up to them to make sure they had skis, boots, poles, helmet, shin guards, blah, 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 ready to go the next morning at 545 to get on the lift to copper. Do you have any favorite spots in Vail that you love to go to after a ski day? Well, the kids' favorite spot is the Blue Cow. It's a cult place, and their coach, when they were little, owns it. She's fabulous. And it, they serve brats, special Swiss brats. They call them Swiss hot dogs. And they serve fabulous homemade chicken soup. And, oh, they have some grilled cheese, a few other little things, and, like, really good beer and wine and, and so on, and always have glue vine and stuff like that. So I like going there as well. 
that would be it, unless it's my own deck overlooking the Val Valley in my jacuzzi with a glass of wine. <laughs> it sounds like, you know, you'll make it a priority, especially when there's powder. There's always time to follow your passion. You have to make it a priority. And then our last one that we always ask is about what is your favorite way to apres ski? Uh, my favorite apres ski is, well, a big glass of water. I know that sounds silly, but I'm always dehydrated. A nice glass of burgundy and probably a charcuterie platter of some sort. Well, thank you so much for your your time and for your passion and for making clothes <laughs> that fit women. Um, I mean, it's one of the biggest um, complaints that we see in in the industry is that, you know, these clothes don't fit me, they're not made for me, and finding things that flatter, not just fit, but also make you feel good um, while you're in them. So thank you for being there for all of us. Oh, thank you. And it's so nice to see you ladies. And hopefully you'll come out to Colorado and ski. We wanted to tell you about our favorite new ski accessory called the Ski Pack. As you know, we're always looking for ways to make getting to the slopes easier for everyone in the family. And we have found that one of the hardest parts of skiing with kids is getting from the car to the lodge with all our gear. So we wanted to share our latest find. It's called the Ski Pack, and it's just like it sounds, a backpack for your skis and poles. There's a reinforced opening at the bottom that's wide enough to allow your skis to go through easily, but prevents the bindings from passing through the opening. It comes in a variety of colors and sizes with adjustable straps, so it will fit most everyone from little kids to adults. It'll last multiple seasons, made out of a really durable, lightweight, and quick-drying fabric. The most important thing is that the ski pack will make skiing easier and more fun for everyone in your family. You can check out the ski pack at puremountainfun.com and use promo code SKIMOMS2022 for 20% off your order. Exclusions apply. Code is only valid through Tuesday, November 15th, so don't delay. Thank you so much for listening to the Ski Moms Fun Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Head to the SkiMomsFun.com website to check out our swag and find out more about our community. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Ski Moms Fun. We'll be back next week with more interviews and insights. Thanks, Snow. No one works as hard as a ski mom. With Mother's Day right around the corner, we want to remind everyone to shop the Ski Moms gift guide for the best ideas. These are the gifts we want to give and get for Mother's Day. Prices range from under $10 for simple treats like notepads to big splurges like a new boot bag. Remember, the big day is Sunday, May 12th, so you want to shop now to make sure everything gets there in time for mom. Visit the SkiMomsFun.com gift guides page or click the link in show notes to see our picks for this year. Make it easy for your kids, partner, or spouse, and just forward them the link. Or better yet, treat yourself to something from our expertly curated Ski Mom wish list. Remember, visit SkiMomsFun.com and look for the gift guide page. Mm-hmm.